Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Save It For The Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan the Villain. Yes, sir, it's episode number two. I'm so excited to be doing this. Even even if it's just me, I, I'm working on some things to where I can have a couple buddies joining me on next episode. Um, hopefully, you're going to be doing that on Saturday or Sunday. But for now, it's just going to be my beautiful voice. So I can't wait to talk to you guys. Um, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, a couple things I just want to say right off the top is um, I used to be a wrestling coach at a high school um, that I grew up to. And uh, we had three guys make it to the state tournament. And uh, I just want to congratulate those guys all Three of them were seniors, and I just couldn't be more proud of those three guys. Um, all three are excellent examples of what we want as a program, and I, I could honestly say all three are leaders and, and great examples of uh, not just character, but um, like I said, leaders. So I just want to give all three of them a shout out, uh, Josh, Kyle, and Jake. Um, Jake being the one that made it down to the podium, got fourth place. Uh, first time ever uh, our high school had a guy who made it to the state tournament three times. So shout out to him and shout out to Josh and Kyle for making it there too. It's no easy task ever. There's never, it's always hard making it to the state tournament. So, shout out to those guys. Um, excited for the Big Tens this weekend. That, that should be really fun. Um, always a great time of the year for wrestling, especially, you know, you get off of the high school scene and then you go to the college level and it's just such a, a high level and it's so, it's so crazy watching those collegiate athletes you know, wrestle on the mat because they're it's some of the most intense, the most intense thing you'll ever watch on sports, in my opinion. No, there's nothing in the world like college wrestling. You know, I I just it's just, I I love it. I'll I watch it every weekend, and I'm so excited to see all those guys. And, and you know, I I'm from Wisconsin, so I I rep I rep Wisconsin all day, and I I hope those guys. Uh, make it to the top, and um, I know a lot of guys qualified already for the NCAA tournament in a few weeks, um, but I'm just excited to see how those guys do, so um, shout out to Wisconsin Wrestling and the Big Tens this weekend, I, I can't wait, hopefully we can uh, have like a, a mini companion with a couple guys and watch, the, watch and discuss all the matches, so um, look out for that. Um, uh, for today's episode, I just want to talk about the, the fight card that happened this last weekend on Saturday, um, UFC fight night, Benavidez versus Figueredo. And then, um, then I caught, talk a couple you know, NFL stuff and then probably finish it off with, um, a couple of movies I watched and what I thought of those movies. So. That, that's pretty simple for this one. Um, so starting 
So starting with um, the UFC fight night that happened over the weekend, um, pretty, pretty, uh, you know, not, not a very big card with if you're looking for names, but uh, there was a few good fights on the card. Uh, two of them being for the women's featherweights, uh, Megan Anderson. Uh, destroyed her girl in the first round KO. And then Felicia Spencer also with a TKO victory. And both girls are looking and vying for that bid to fight Amanda Nunes for the featherweight title. And, you know, it sounds like Amanda Nunes really wants to fight at 145 next. But honestly, what I say is, you know, you got Felicia Spencer, who's the top dog there, and then Megan Anderson, who's also a top dog, but let let both of those two grow. I think they should get a couple more fights under their belts and and uh, build them up, so to say, and just keep keep them just get better and better each fight. Because you know, I know Felicia Spencer prior to this win, and she just recently, like no more than a year ago, fought Chris Cyborg for the featherweight title and kind of got kind of got smoked out of the water. So I, I say she should fight at least a couple more times. But the sucky thing is, even though they had that that women's featherweight uh, tough series, there's really not that many 145 women out there uh, fighting in the UFC. So it's kind of a very shallow division. Um, you know, even though Amanda Nunes wants to fight at 145 this next for her next fight. I, I, I kind of say stick with 135 for now. I, I know she wants to defend both belts, to, uh, but in, in my opinion, she should just defend the 135 division and let that 145 division build up and build up and build contenders. It was nice this weekend having you know both Megan and Felicia get wins under their belts. So but we need we need more up-and-comers, and we, we need more girls on win streaks you know some of these UFC ratings are down right now you know you got so many cards you got cards every single weekend if it's Bellator UFC you know you need to build up these contenders to make these fights more valid that people want to see you know instead of oh she won one featherweight title one featherweight match you know give her a title shot right away you know, you might not have a lot of ladies, but you, you need to build them up, the few that you have. So I say for Felicia and Megan, just keep fighting other girls because I know Felicia beat Megan, I think, a year ago and beat her by submission in the first round. So I, I say just, just build them up and have Amanda fight. Uh, at 135, I, I know there's plenty of girls at 135. I mean, I would still like to see. I know they fought twice already, but I would like, I would love to see Amanda Nunes fight Valentina again. I just thought that was that's such a competitive fight. Um, I I, I kind of thought that Valentina might have stole that last fight in the second. So, you know, there's her. You got Juliana Pena. Uh, at 135, and 
there's a lot of girls that that could uh, men just could fight at 135. So I say I say stick uh, stick there for now. We'll see what happens. Um, then of course um, in your main event you had Joseph Benavidez fighting Davison Figueroa for the, the vacant UFC flyweight championship. Kind of unfortunate because uh, I think we all know by now, you know, Davidson missed weight by two pounds. So it was one of those things where he had to get up, give up 30% of his purse to Joseph Benavidez, which great for Joseph, but it created a scenario where now only Joseph Benavidez can win the UFC flyweight title um, if he wins, but if Davidson wins, then the belt would still be vacant. So it kind of puts things up in the air, but yeah, that fight it was a crazy fight. It was just uh, it was weird to watch. You know, everybody's rooting for Joseph to win. You know, you, you got you got he's a legend who fought in the WC, fought fought the who's who at the lighter weight classes. You know, fought DJ for the first ever inaugural flyweight title belt. We fought him in a rematch. You know, at, he, a, a true legend that that is looking for his first flyweight title. And I I, I met Joseph in 2015 at a meeting greet in Las Vegas, and I, not just BSing. He is easily one of the nicest guys I've ever met um, when it comes to UFC fighters. He's just pure class act. Uh, you know, was really nice to me. I, I waited in line for like 20 minutes just to just to shake his hand and uh, you know maybe get a picture. And he was just he was just so cool with his time. Like he gave me you know a few minutes to for him and I to to banter back and forth. And he was just he was just a sweetheart of a guy. He just Wanted to, you know, know everything about me in that that two minutes that we talked, and then he talked about his wife, and it was just just a real awesome dude. So I, I was I've always been a fan of his, and um, really rooting for him. But unfortunately, you know, he, he got caught on Saturday. He he got uh, he got rocked. He got knocked out, and it was unfortunate um, for him. But you know. It, it, and also very unfortunate for uh, his opponent, Davison Figueroa. You know, he gets he looks so impressive. Like you know, yeah, Joseph Benavides. You know, the one thing with Joseph is he's kind of got this like, in my opinion, this like robotic movement uh, in a stand-up game. Like uh, he let, hands are kind of down. He kind of wings his shots. You know, he he, he kind of. It's just a wild striker where he just kind of—I don't want to say he doesn't send anything up, but he just, you know, kind of wing shots and and sticks his head out when he's when he's throwing his hands and kind of like the more non-traditional MMA um, stand-up you want. But uh, yeah, he just was just throwing wild shots, and you know he. he in the first round, he, Davidson actually catches Joseph Benavides in a close, in a beautiful armbar, and I, I thought for sure he was going to finish, but Joey B's defense was just on point, and 
and ended up getting out of a really, really tight arm bar that I thought was going to be finished. And then, um, so I scored that first round for Figueroa, ten uh, nine. And then going in the second round, I, you know, I, I really wanted to, you know, I wanted Joey to possibly push it about, push him up, push him up against the fence, and, and start using his wrestling to possibly get a takedown. But he was just. Joseph was just throwing wide, wide, loopy shots, and and Figueroa just landed a bomb on him and dropped him, dropped him stiff. And uh, it was really sad to see, but now you got this weird situation where the the flyweight title is kind of up for grabs, and it's still uh, it's still vacant, so nobody's won it. You know, even though Davidson won the fight, he missed the weight. He missed um, weight by two and a half pounds, so he does not get the belt. And um, kind of breaking news, right? Like right now, um, sources say that Dana White says that there's going to be an immediate rematch. Uh, which, I, man, of course I want Joseph to, to win the belt, but immediate rematch, my goodness, that that's going to be that's kind of fucked up. Uh, I expect. I mean, just because that Davison, he he basically outclassed him, and to, to give him an immediate rematch, it's uh, that's a kind of a strange one. I'm not really sure why they're doing that. Uh, in my opinion, I kind of agree with um, a lot of the other people where I say just give the belt back to Henry Cejudo, the man who never who never lost it, the man who is the king of cringe, the man who saved the flyways to begin with. They were literally going to be extinct, and my boy Henry saved it. So I I just, I say just give it back to Henry, or have, or have maybe Joseph and Figueroa fight for the interim belt instead of the actual championship. I, I, I was never a fan of them getting the, uh, giving um, Henry's title away to begin with. So, um, But it sounds like, according to Dana, that Benavides and Figueroa will fight for a rematch, I guess. So we'll see if uh, that happens anytime soon or... I don't know. I, I kind of say after that knockout loss, Joseph should probably take a, a lot of time off. So uh, we'll kind of see in the next coming weeks or days or weeks if um when that fight will take place and what's going to happen because it's a very interesting situation so uh, but yeah this weekend is of course UFC 248 I think yes with uh, Romero and Adesanya um I talked about that card on the very first episode so if you want to hear my thoughts on that, check out that first episode. Um, so I can I cannot wait for that fight. I, I really can't. So uh, next, um, we'll talk about uh, a couple of movies that I saw this week or the past. I saw them a couple weeks ago, but I, I kind of like to give. Um, some movie reviews and 
Um, I'm kind of a movie buff. I, I, I collect physical media, and I, I just love I love watching movies. Uh, I just love being inspired by movies and, and, and just listening to a good story. Um, I'm all about a good story, and, and uh, I love the visual effects now that that movies can bring to your eyes. It's just it's awesome stuff. Um, so a couple of movies that I did see recently were, um, let's see, I got them in my notes. Um, ah, yes, I, I recently saw the new, I'm kind of late to it, but um, I saw the new Lion King movie, the, the animated, um, or not the animated, the live action uh, version of the Lion King. And you're talking to a guy that absolutely loves the animated version. I, I It's one of my favorite movies of all time. If I had to create a list of my favorite movies of all time, I would think Lion King is definitely at my top 20 of all time, the animated series. Uh, the Sorry, the animated movie. Um, so I, I was really nervous. I heard a lot of mixed reviews when I saw the or when I were hearing people's um, thoughts on the uh, new live action movie that Disney made. So I, I was really nervous to see how it would go. Um, so when I saw the movie, I I was just excited to see uh, what they were gonna do, if they were gonna change the story up, how they would do it with these new actors. Um, and of course you have Mufasa still played by, um, I forget his name, Earl Jones, I think his name is Earl something. The guy in Sandlot, you know who I'm talking about. Um, so I was really excited that he was still Mufasa in the movie. Um, but I, I I, personally, it's I, I really liked the movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, to watch that visually with your eyes was... You can't even explain it. it was it was awesome to see the visuals were absolutely beautiful like you can prior to that day I went to the zoo and then I saw the movie like a couple days later and it, it was literally like being at the zoo it was the, the animals were exactly the same like the the giraffes were were, were so detailed and the lions were so detailed and and just all the different animals elephants they're all it was just, I, I love the visual. And the story, it, the story went, spoiler alert, they, they went the exact same route as the animated movie, which a lot of people didn't like. Um, I know it was directed by John Favreau, and he, uh, you know, everyone's, the big, uh, the big criticism here is that it, it literally went word for word like the movie, and you know, a lot of people didn't like that, but... I mean, in all honesty, I I didn't mind that. I, I didn't mind that it was exactly the same. They, I mean, the to me, the animated movie is so is a perfect ten out of ten movie. So even though it was the same, you know, for me, that's 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 everything that I wanted it to be the same. Now, if you ask me, like, if I was holding up the animated movie and then the live-action movie, which one would I watch? Of course, I'm going to watch the uh, animated movie probably 10 out of 10 times. 
But the live action was visually amazing. I, I just, I really liked it. And, you know, it, it, uh, it was really, I really liked it a lot. So, um, I think I gave that a eight out of 10 ranking. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, another movie that I saw was Jojo Rabbit movie that a lot of people were hyped up about. Um, a war movie about um, this little boy has his, an imaginary friend who's Hitler, and he wants to be a Nazi, but um, he finds out that his mom um, has a, is hiding a Jew, so it's like kind of a little kid's version of dealing with, you know, all that, him wanting to be a Nazi, um, you know, a predecessor. Uh, under um, Adolf Hitler, and but then he finds out his mom's hiding a, a Jew. So I, uh, I thought it was a decent movie. I mean, I, I, I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. You know, a lot of people loved it. Um, for me, I, it has rewatchability, but it's just not. It's, it's definitely not. Uh, how do I say it? It's not one of my movies that I would like to rewatch, but, um, I did like the story, um, the kid actor was, uh, was decent, um, yeah, it kind of has a lot of dark humor in it, and kind of shows, um, what it was like to, to be a kid, and, and to be, uh, you know, being trained how to be a Nazi, so I, it, it was a decent movie, but, um, I don't know if it's one that I'll be like craving to see again, but um, for uh, being like a, a war flick, it was um, it wasn't too bad. I I uh, I, you know, I gave it a 5.5 out of 10, but I I'm probably being a little being a little uh, rough with that score. But uh, th those are a couple movies that I saw. Hopefully, I can see more. Um, soon, some of these newer movies I'm really excited to see. I haven't seen Sonic yet, and uh, um, so I, I want to see some of these other movies like Harley Quinn as well. Uh, hopefully, I can see those relatively soon so I can um, give everyone my thoughts. Um, the only other real news I had were um, some NFL. Um, of course, there's the Tom Brady still. Still up in the air, where he's going to land. I, I kind of think at this point he's going to stay with the Patriots, but who knows? I mean, who knows? I mean, my opinion, I don't know why you would want to go to the AFC West, or like, because I you hear rumors about him signing with potentially the Chargers or um, or even Oakland in Las Vegas. But why would you want to? Why would you want to play in a division where you have to play? Kansas City, the world champions, twice in one year, potentially three times in the playoffs. So I, I don't, I don't know why he would want to. Start. To be honest, I know I'm not sure what everybody thinks, but if somehow the Chicago Bears, the team that I dislike more than anything, um, yeah, I shouldn't say that. I, I actually, I like the Bears roster. But some of their fans just really piss me off. But anyways, if 
Tom Brady were to go anywhere, I smart move would probably be to go to Chicago. Of course, they still got their solid defense. The Bears do, and um, you know they need they need a couple more weapons on the offensive end. But you know you got a division that's kind of up in the air. You know you got, you got Green Bay, my favorite team of all time, or were the division leaders last year. But you don't, you never know what those guys, you know, you never know with Green Bay. You really never know. You never know with Minnesota. They're, they're a tough team, but, um, you know, they, with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, you, you never know, you know, how well he's going to do. And, of course, you got the Lions being the Lions. So um, I think Chicago would be a smart move for uh, Brady. But I, I think ultimately he will go back to New England. It's just – you know, you hear there's also rumors that there's a potential trade in San Francisco with uh, Jimmy G and Brady, and that would just that would be crazy. I mean, honestly, it'd probably work out good for both teams. You know, you got you got San Francisco, who's obviously a team that is ready to win now, and they got all the weapons that you want. And then you could give Jimmy G, the younger guy, only been in the league a couple of years, uh, back to the Patriots, you know, who he was originally with the Patriots and Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick and build him up and and just like the way he wanted. So I, I think that could be a good move as well. So I'm interested to see what happens. So in other news, my favorite baseball team, the Milwaukee Brewers, future NL Central champions, hopefully, but probably not because they disappoint me all so much. Um, but they they just signed Christian Yell, or they're going to be, hopefully on Friday, um, signing Christian Yelich to a an extension on his deal, which I'm super happy about because, I'll be honest, I didn't think they would actually I, – I, no, just knowing the Brewers' history – I would have thought Christian Yelich would walk up and leave and uh, test free agency, but they're going to sound like they're going to be signing him to an extension worth potentially 200 to $215 million um, extension through sounds like seven, seven, eight, nine years. So that's, that's, that's awesome. I, I, I couldn't be more freaking happy to have him on my team. So shout out to freaking Christian Yelich. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, I think that kind of wraps up sports. Um, like I said, I'm going to have uh, – I'm hoping to have a few of my buddies um, on this next episode that we can uh, talk about some more shit and this actually be a legit podcast. So, um, yeah, if you guys uh, uh, like what you hear, hopefully you guys – Definitely listen to the next episode. The next one should be freaking fantastic. So, um, other than that, I think that's all I got for you guys. So, thanks for listening, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy.